Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Hey there, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope your day is going well. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am the host for Your Life Rocks podcast, where we are all about helping you create balance in your life. So I have a question for you. How are your female relationships? Whether they're your friendships or women that you work with, it can be tough to have good, healthy relationships with women in your life. And we have two special guests on the episode today talking about just that. Now, these two ladies are the hosts of Write Your Own Story podcast and blog, and they have some tips to share with you on how they turn their friendship into a business venture together and how they maintain communication, boundaries, and just an all-over healthy relationship. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview with Rochelle and Autumn. Hey everyone, I am so super excited for our episode this week. We have some very special guests and I am so excited to introduce you to both of them. We have Autumn and Rochelle here from Write Your Own Story blog and podcast. Now, these gals are friends and they've been friends for almost three years. They met through a church home group and became fast friends. And through their friendship, they discovered their passion for leading and inspiring women. And this is exactly how Write Your Own Story was born. Write Your Own Story podcast serves to create a community of women that breaks barriers to embrace our differences and empower them to find their individual strengths for more happy, fulfilled lives. Now, both of these women also run a business outside of their joint venture podcast and their moms. So I know you're going to be super excited to hear from them share about relationships with each other, friendships, and working. Welcome, ladies, to the show. Thanks for having us. We're excited. Yeah. So excited for you guys to be here. So tell us a little bit more about yourselves. Great. Well, I'm Rochelle, and I am a military wife, a mother of four beautiful, amazing children, and I own a business, and I do podcasts. So I'm a very, very busy little lady. Yep. And I'm Autumn, and I'm also a military spouse and mother to one almost five-year-old daughter. And I'm just really, I mean, both of us are really passionate about helping women find their strengths and potential that, you know, women didn't even know they had. So we love helping them kind of get there and we love creating community with them so that we can all kind of support each other. I love it. And that's exactly what we are about here at Your Life Rock. So I think it's a perfect partnership to have you guys on this episode. So one of the things we do every single episode, because we're all human and we all have those moments where we just need a little bit of grace to come into our lives. So can you guys share a moment where maybe you needed to give yourself some grace? Maybe things didn't work out so well. Uh, This is Autumn. And I would say that potty training my daughter was probably the worst and most miserable 36 hours of our relationship. 
And uh, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. And essentially, I had gotten some advice from a friend, and I'm not going to say it was bad advice necessarily, but she had recommended this potty training book that has you potty training very quickly. And so I used the book, and she was just not having it. She was not having it. And it's one of those things where you know your kids are completely capable of doing what it is you're telling them to do. Like, you have context. You're like, I know you can do this. So you're trying to push them a little bit. But she just, it was just miserable. We were both crying by the end of it. And finally, 36 hours in, I gave up and said, you're obviously not ready. And then, lo and behold, four months later, she potty trained herself. I was going to say in the very beginning when you said 36 hours, I was really impressed that you potty trained in 36 hours. Four months, that sounds a little bit more like my life. Yeah, I love that. 36 right. hours did not work. So it was, it, it, was a good, it was a good go of it. But yeah, it didn't happen. But yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it well. <laughs> um, so, so I have a story that um, I, I probably still give myself a hard time about. Uh, my oldest daughter is 11 now when she was five she tends to be she's my only girl the rest are boys and she tends to be pretty dramatic and she got sick and I took her to the doctor and the doctor was like oh it's just walking pneumonia you know it'll run its course and she'll be good as new well she kept just like oh coughing so dramatically and all just being really dramatic and I thought I kept telling her I'm like the doctor said you're going to be fine you're going to be fine Lo and behold, uh, within 48 hours, her lung was collapsed, and she was in the hospital for three weeks in oh and out of intensive care. And I just, when you see your baby in the hospital like that, and you doubted that she was sick, and it was just, you know, it's just one of those things. She even tells me sometimes, she's like, Mom, you know it wasn't your fault, right? I'm like, I know, but, you know, so there's been a lot of, um, you know, having to ask for forgiveness and give myself some grace in that area. You know, that's that's it, right? Like, no one is going to be that perfect mom, and we all just have to get by the best we can. And sometimes there's going to be those moments, whether it's potty training or something more serious, where we do just have to give ourselves grace because no one's going to be perfect. And we weren't born into being moms with it all figured out. And we always just have to make the best choices that we can. Right. Yeah. And Boy, that's a hard one. <laughs> it, it was a hard one, but you know, she's, she's alive and I joke about trying to keep my kids alive, and <laughs> but she is alive and I thank God for it. And, um, you know, we, we learn from it, you know, Amazing. Amazing. So let me ask you ladies this, because we are all about creating life balance and and really trying to move the pendulum more to having balanced living here at Your Life Rocks. And being that you both own your own businesses, being on the PTA, having kids, being military wives, how do you define life balance? It really comes down to having the correct boundaries in your life and making sure that you're sticking to them. That's what we believe. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, There really just has to be that time where you shut work and responsibilities and whatnot off and really just slow down. And whether that's uh, your time with God, um, spending quality time with your kids, like it, it just has to be that priority in your life. And you can't do that without boundaries because we're all overachievers and we want to just do everything the best and we have to know we have to set that boundary know when to stop 
and more specifically for us, I think those boundaries, what they look like is things like setting office hours for, we don't just call each other all day long to talk about the podcast when something comes up. We have office hours and that's when we sit and talk about it. We have specific recording schedules every single week. Um, when it comes to, for me, when it comes to social media, I try to keep my social media scheduled as well as checking email. And that keeps, that keeps all those boundaries there so that I'm not becoming overwhelmed. I love that. I think boundaries are so super important with all different parts of your life that you're trying to balance, whether it be your finances, your marriage, being a mom, your business, which I think is the hardest one because it tends to take over, especially when you get a lot of fulfillment from everything that you're doing and you enjoy it. It's hard to have that boundary in there. But I think just like parenting, if you can stick to the boundaries you put in place, then you'll be a lot more successful. And now you guys talked a lot about working together and kind of how you have found those boundaries. Now, working with a friend, let's talk a little bit about that um, and, and how you make those relationships work. What If you could, like, say, like, are the main things that drive your friendship in a positive way, what would you say that they would be? Well, you know, I'd love to just start out by saying when Autumn and I started on this journey, it was scary. You know, that was kind of the biggest thing was, oh, my gosh, we're going to put our friendship on the line, essentially. You know, we're mixing business with pleasure. Um, But because we know each other so well and because uh, we share a lot of the same uh, values, we we do feel like we have a solid grasp on um, some good some good direction to go. So our number one in all aspects of our life, but in our friendship, uh, is the faith foundation. You know, our friendship is built on our love of Christ. Um, So, you know, everything that we do in our business and our friendship, we're um, approaching, taking that approach of um, Christ being in the center of that. I mean, the Bible's so clear about how you are to love one another in very specific ways. It's not just like, oh, you should love one another. It has very specific instructions on how you treat each other, how you talk to each other. One example would be what we refer to as the Matthew 18 principle, where it talks about if you have a conflict. And I know that's really speaking about the church in general and and some of those disagreements, but it really does work with all different kinds of disagreements and how you approach people. And it really gives us a framework for how we talk to each other. Absolutely. And having those um, tough conversations right up front and getting those just out of the way when they come up. I think that that's so great. And I think, um, you know, kind of going back to the intro and and how you guys met, because I think sometimes, too, for, um, you know, gosh, working moms in general, there's so much on our plate and it's so hard to find and maintain good friendships. And so you guys actually met through the church. Is that right? Yeah, so funny, uh, we did, we met through the church. Um, my husband and I host a small group, and my husband had told me there was this young lady that wanted to um, join our group and that she lived in our neighborhood. And lo and behold, they ended up coming and they, we lived two streets away from each other. So it was, it was God planned already. I like how he called me a young lady. <laughs> no, I called you a young lady. <laughs> oh, I was like, a young lady. <laughs> It sounds so official. (laughs) Yeah, but so that's where it started. You know, we when we met, we our personalities are so similar, but we're like, you're like me. I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm like you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And so, like you said, when you decided to do this 
podcast together and this joint venture, you really were putting your friendship on the line. So how did you guys approach that? And has have you seen like a transition in your relationship from going to just friends to doing a lot more together? That's a great question. I've actually not thought about that. But I, I would say honesty is just what needs to happen. And we had some very, very frank conversations before we even really got started with the podcast about how we were going to handle any kind of disagreements or any kind of situations and that we told each other we were just going to be very open and just lay it out there. And that's kind of how we've always approached it. So when we talk about something, we we are not really as afraid to talk about it because it's already been put on the table that we can talk about it. Yeah, we're just, and we started out with um, setting expectations, you know, really just kind of laying it out there, what um, what I had to give, how much time I had to give, how much time she has to give, and uh, through our friendship, it really hasn't changed very much, except we just see each other a lot more. <laughs> yeah, we do, we see each other a lot, which is, which is fine, but... But in, in the spirit of honesty, we will tell each other when we need a break from each other. Yeah. My, like, my husband wanted to have them over tonight, and I called her. I was like, hey, so I'm just not up for hanging out. She's like, oh, good, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so good. And, you know, it's funny because so many women who work in offices with other women, they naturally gravitate and become good friends. And I think kind of that transitionary period, you guys really did it smart by laying it all out there and saying, okay, this is how it's going to be and really setting that expectation up front. Um, now, do, is that something that you see that other women could do in office relationships or how, how do you see that transition really affecting friendships? I think when it comes to work relationships, it's, uh, it can be a little bit different because you're, you're essentially getting to know each other outside of your, your home life and your quote unquote, like real life. And so there has to be that point if you're, if you desire, you know, to take that relationship to a deeper level, there does have to be some of that point where they can get to know you outside of work and professionalism and whatnot. Uh, but I think across the board, I, it doesn't matter what level of friendship these principles, you know, can be applied to any of them. I, everyone you meet, you know, just, being honest with them and treating them the way Christ would treat them is just such a good rule of thumb. Right. And things like the silent treatment or passive aggressiveness, which tends to be something women do, and sometimes not on purpose. I think the silent treatment is more on purpose, but passive aggressiveness sometimes. Or gossip. Yeah, or gossip. It's really, it's really not on purpose. I think sometimes they just want to vent or sometimes... You know, they really just don't know what to do or they want to be avoiders <laughs> or they're just avoiding the situation and they don't want to talk about it because they're afraid of what will happen. And so Rochelle and I just have a policy like that's not a thing in our relationship. And if we have a problem, we're going to sit down respectfully and have a respectfully honest situation. I mean, I'm sorry, a respectfully honest conversation about what's going on and put it out on the table. And so it takes some of that fear that, oh, my gosh, our friendship is going to be ruined because, you know, we brought something tough to the table that we didn't know how they were going to react to. And, and I'd like to add, it takes two because I have other relationships where, you know, if we have some kind of issue, I try to avoid it or, you know, whatever. It, it really is 
two people putting a lot of effort into into one relationship. But I think I love about that, though, is it, as, as you guys are talking, I was thinking about this. It, it really is something that you can apply to all of your relationships, right? And just being intentional in the outcome that you want to create within that relationship, whether it's a friendship or a working relationship or even a spouse, right? Like it's just that intentionality of, of deciding how you want to show up in that relationship, which I think is great. And it's great that you're both on the same page. That certainly does make it a whole heck of a lot easier. But like you guys said in the beginning, you're kind of like the same person. So <laughs> yeah, that's that, probably helpful. That's helpful. <laughs> that is helpful. It's a hundred percent. I mean, I a hundred percent agree with you and, but it is also exactly how we handle our marriages. It's exactly how we try to handle our relationships with our, with our children. So it really does. You're right. It really does spill over into every kind of relationship. And if you can get these principles down, it's not just going to help you at work. It's not just going to help you with your business partner or your customers or whomever. It's going to help you with your family and your kids. With your whole life, you know, this is, I, I think for me, this is where the foundation of balancing your life, if you can create healthy relationships in your life, then you do have more peace, obviously, you know, that's what happens. I love it. Well, one of the things uh, with my listeners for this podcast is they're very action oriented and I usually always try to give them some homework. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're just thinking, well, that's great. I wish I had those kind of relationships in my life, I want you to just take a little self-inventory and think about the way that you're showing up. So just as the ladies were talking about, are you showing up passive-aggressive? Are you giving the silent treatment? Or can you change the way that you're showing up and really bring honesty to the table and approach people in love and treating them just like Christ would treat them, be that reflection, and come to them in an honest way? So that's the challenge for all of you that are really listening to this podcast right now and wanting and desiring a relationship like these ladies have. You have that power to create this in your life for yourself. It just requires you to be intentional about it. Now, as you guys are working together, um, how do you kind of divide like who does what or, um, you know, because it can be a little bit touchy, right, when you're both kind of creating something together? Absolutely. Uh, we So we joke about being the same person, but when it comes to our strengths, we are polar opposite. Um, Autumn is very detail-oriented. Um, she naturally takes on a lot of like uh, she prepares our notes and she does a lot of our, she does all of our email stuff. Um, social media. Social media. Yeah. She does pretty much all the social media and I'm the art artsy one. So I do a lot of the design, the web design. Um, I come up with the crazy ideas that she's like, no, we're not going to do that. And I'm like, just <laughs> trust me. Let's just switch all of the whole entire website one week before we launch. <laughs> trust me that may it. have happened. <laughs> so, um, so with us, we just, we really uh, play on each other's strengths. Um, and we also try to define, you know, know who's doing what so that we're not kind of stepping on each other's toes either. Right. For instance, Rochelle doesn't handle the financial side of, of our business. I do because you don't, that's especially one area <laughs> that you want to be very careful about because finances, just like in a marriage, you know, that's like the number one thing. 
that can cause strife in a marriage. It's also the number one thing that can cause strife in a business. And so it is better for one person to handle something like that than it is to have both people having both toes in it. And like she's spending money and I don't know it and I'm spending money. And then all of a sudden we're like, where'd all the money go? <laughs> but there is none. <laughs> <laughs> there is none anyway. But, but you know, just different, different things like that. When we're deciding on purchases and different, different things like that, I tend to kind of take that sort of lead. And when it comes to design, she is the, definite talented one on the design end i i tried to make a meme one time <laughs> and it was such a disaster i was like i called rochelle and i said please help me <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing so so we know what our defined roles are and those roles are based on our strengths and we also understand and recognize what our strengths are not and we kind right. of defer to one another. And if there's something that neither one of us really know about, like we hired a guy to do a video for us for a commercial that is not yet released, but will be soon, hopefully. Um, but we went outside of ourselves. You know, my husband does all of our editing because we are not we are not like that. Well, we, and, we and we also are very uh, conscious of our the time that we have to commit to this. And so uh, we also, when... I try to make it a point because sometimes I feel like Autumn does a lot more than me, but my design work ends up taking a lot of time that I don't give myself credit for. But I constantly, we do a weekly meeting um, on a separate day of our recording. I say, Autumn, you know, what can I help you with this week? Can you take something off your to-do list and give it to me? Because, you know, going back to that whole marriage thing, I, I would do that with my husband. Um you know, we even though we both have defined roles, being able to help each other in areas where they may be struggling, you know, I definitely try to be very conscious of that. That's so great. And as you guys are talking, you know, obviously, you guys work very closely together in what you do. And I'm always thinking about those that are working in larger offices, or even sometimes smaller offices, right? But but going back to um, having those working relationships with women that are kind of your friends. And I think having that accountability and with each other and kind of looking out for each other, I think is important. So, I mean, do you guys have anything else that you do? I mean, I know you said you kind of look out for each other as far as family time, but how else do you kind of make boundaries around what it is that you're doing, especially given that you're friends first, right? Right. So on the accountability factor, we make sure on a business side, we really make sure that we are sticking to the things that fit within our overall mission or the time that we know each other has. So that kind of goes into accountability slash boundaries. But I know when Rochelle said, well, just let, you know, I'll just do the editing. I'll just, do, and I'm like, no, you are not doing that. Like you don't have time for that. You have four children, you're PTA president. You do not have time to take that on. Justin has no problem doing that. So we'll just split it up and it's fine. So we make sure that we aren't, one or the other isn't doing too much and also make sure that things fit into the mission. So we had a meeting a couple weeks ago about some next steps that we were thinking about. And one of us brought up a topic of, or one of us brought up an idea that didn't really fit into our overall mission, but sounded like a good idea at the time. And so the other one of us had to kind of reel it back in and say, well, does that fit into our mission? I'm not sure that that's the right direction that we should go. So we keep that kind of accountability. And in terms of, of just boundaries in general, it's exactly what I said before, respecting each other's family or off time. And so that is in the form of not asking her to do too much, but also not calling her just because I can, just because she's my friend. When I have something podcast related, I want to talk to her about. So I try to send her an email or something like that, that she will get to when she's in her office hours. And, and we don't want to let our friendship 
be about work all the time. Yeah, so we try to make sure that we nurture our friendship, that we have time, just her and I, to just be ourselves and not talk about work and just talk about life and what's going on. You know, um, I recently uh, went through a devastating loss in my family and, you know, I would just walk in the house. I'm just like, we just have to talk like we just I got to talk about all these things and, you know, just really being conscious of like she's still my friend. Like, she's my best friend, and I have to nurture her and nurture that part of our relationship. Mm, I love that. I think that that's so critical, you know, as people are working together. You always think about the big picture and what's really important. And, yeah, work relationships are important, but at the end of the day, it's human-to-human relationship that matters the most and that heart-to-heart friendship that makes all of the difference in the world. Well, ladies, if you had to give one last piece of parting advice for someone who's out there who's maybe looking for um, that friendship, or maybe they have a friendship, but they would just like to take it to a deeper level, what advice would you give to them? I would say don't be afraid to have that conversation. If you want to have a deeper relationship with somebody or you want your relationship to be more open than it already is, you don't want to be afraid to have tough conversations, you've known each other long enough that that could possibly be on the table, don't be afraid to just put it out there and just say, hey, you know, can we just have this open-ended thing where we can kind of just talk about it like respectfully like we want to talk about things but but I think it'll really help our our relationship and ultimately you will always 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 end up with a much deeper quality relationship than you ever had before without having those kinds of conversations it seems like a really weird thing to talk about but it's actually incredibly bonding absolutely um I I agree with autumn and I would also say you know the golden rule treat people the way that you want to be treated I love it. So basic and so true. And I, someone once told me everyone is always waiting for the other person to go first. And so I love that piece of advice about just have the conversation and be that person who steps up and says what it is that you want. I think that that's really powerful too. Well, Rochelle and Autumn, thank you so much for all of the amazing tips that you shared. Can you guys stick around for a few more minutes and give us some of your golden nuggets? Absolutely. Love to. Hey, sorry, I had to interrupt the show to ask you a question. Is your life in balance? It can be hard. After all, there's so much calling for your attention. Your career, your marriage, kids, your health, your friends. The list goes on and on, and I totally get it. To help you create a life of balance and clarity, I have a free gift for you. It's an intentional living goal workbook. It's the first step in building a balanced life. Get your copy at yourliferocks.com backslash goals. All right, time to get back to the show. All right, we are back with Rochelle and Autumn, and we are going to hear a little bit more knowledge from them. They've already shared so much on working together and maintaining healthy relationships, but they're going to share with us a little bit more. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. All right. So first question is for Autumn. Autumn, share with us a book that has really helped you the most in your career. Well, I have to give credit where credit is due. And my husband saw something in me that he thought, you know, she could really use this book. And so he surprised me by purchasing this book. And if you know, you obviously don't know anything about my husband, but for him to surprise me with a gift is like amazing. Um, So Failing Forward by John C. Maxwell was probably the most life-changing book I've ever I've ever had because I tended to be somewhat of a 
a pessimistic person or I wouldn't really look at the the positive things. And that was really a barrier to me being able to be a successful entrepreneur. And so that book really completely changed my perspective on the definition of failure and its typical perception. And it helped my confidence and my perseverance as well. It gave me a completely new view on how to be successful. Oh, that is such a great, great book. I totally agree. It's one of my all-time favorites, and I highly recommend it to everybody. All right, Rochelle, what about you? Any non-career books that you really enjoy? Yes, this is my specialty area. <laughs> Autumn is more the career books, and I like to just read for fun. I love Jennifer Weiner. Um, she's had a couple of her books made into movies, um, In Her Shoes with Cameron Diaz, and I just I love anything she writes. I could get lost in on the beach reading her book with a nice cool drink. I'd be so happy. Oh, that sounds like heaven right now. Yeah, I that sounds it. awesome. I know, <laughs> right? Let's go do that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally, right? All right, Autumn. So what resource or tool that you really use and love to help balance your life? I mean, this is going to sound so cliche on a Christian podcast, but my prayer, I have a prayer journal. So rather than, you know, sitting there and praying with, you know, with my eyes closed in an empty room and letting my mind wander, I actually write things down. And so um, I'm always talking to God about my life balance and what's going on. And it always comes back to his word. So I'm always reading his word and Proverbs 31 woman. I mean, she's, she was an awesome, incredible life balancer. Absolutely. Someone, I love that because it's like, the perfect verse, the perfect person for us to model our lives after. I read that verse over and over and over and over. And I love that that is your number one resource for balanced living. That's the first time anyone has ever said that. But I think if everyone really looked at it internally, like honest answer, that ultimately is it. Really? I'm the first person that said that? You were the first person who has said that, that that prayer is like their number one resource for balance. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And nothing could be truer than true. I love that. All right, Rochelle, parenting tip for kids. This is going to be good. I just know it. Okay. Don't have four kids. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm like, what did you have to say? Great tip. (laughs) Don't have four kids. No, um, really just uh, as I see them getting older, just treasure your time with them and give yourself grace because, you know, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, you're going to mess up. But those kids forgive you way before you ever ask for forgiveness. They love you so unconditionally and just enjoy their time because one day they're going to be all grown up and out of the house and you're not going to know what to do. Oh, my gosh. So perfectly well said. So perfectly well said. Well, ladies, one of the things that we do every single episode, and it's actually my favorite part of every single episode that we do, is that we share a Bible verse. And it's not just because it's a Christian podcast or because it's a nice thing to do. And it's not even really about memorizing scripture. It's really about living in the word. So can you share a Bible verse that really brings to life for you? That was kind of a hard choice, honestly, because there are so many that I are like staple verses that I keep going back to over and over and over again. But I had to go back to the foundational one for me, which was Matthew 633. And if I'm being specific, Matthew 633 a, um, which says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And you can't make any better of a choice than to seek him first. And if you're seeking him first, all those other Bible verses are just going to fall into place. Amen to that. 
And it's so like if you seek him first and you truly like with your heart, seek him first, then everything will be given to you because everything that is given to you is for his glory. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so mine, I actually have a tattoo of it on my wrist, um, is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, that one just, it tends to take on double meaning for me. Um, if you take it out of context, you, you know, you tell yourself and you lean on the fact that Christ is your strength and he's going to carry you through the hard times. Uh, but if you bring it into the context of what Paul was writing about and who he was writing to, it really speaks more to contentment. And in both of those things in my life, um, I struggle with. So, so it's really a special verse for me in my life. Mm, I love that. And contentment is one of those things, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> It's just one of those things. Yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Uh, I so love it. Well, I invite everyone to check out the podcast that Rochelle and Autumn put together. Write your own story. It has the best intro you will ever hear on any podcast. I'm not even going to tease it any more than that because I want you to go and just listen because it's that good. And they are so real just as you heard them on our podcast as they are on theirs. So I highly encourage you to go over there and check it out. Subscribe and give them some reviews because they're doing some pretty awesome stuff to empower women. Now, ladies, where else can the audience find you? They can find us on Facebook, Write Your Own Story podcast, and uh, they could find us at story-podcast.com, and that'll pretty much lead them to any social media platform that they could possibly desire, Pinterest, Twitter, you name it. And iTunes, obviously. Obviously, uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. And uh, Twitter, our handle is at WYOS Podcast. Beautiful. And we'll make sure we link to all of those in our show notes, yourliferocks.com backslash 12. That's the number 12, one, two. And we'll have links to everything that we talked about on this podcast as well as linking to their podcast and everything that they're putting out. Well, ladies, thanks so much for coming on and hanging out with us a little bit today. It's been a pleasure, and I wish you guys all of the best with your podcast. Yay, thank, you. thank you. We love you, too. Oh, yes, this was so much fun. Well, there you go. I hope that you learned a lot today, and there are some actionable things that you can take and put into practice for your relationships in your life. And if you are looking to develop some more relationships with more women who are inspiring and uplifting, I invite you to join our Facebook group. You can search Life Balance by Your Life Rocks in Facebook, or you can go to our show notes and there will be a link in there as well. Of course, you can find links to everything that we talked about in today's episode, including everything for Write Your Own Story. You can find links to our Facebook group as well as get your free goal-setting workbook for life balance by going to yourliferocks.com backslash the number 12. That's one, two. Now, if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe, give us some rating and review so other people can find us. And I would certainly love to hear your feedback for us as well. So until next time, keep building a life that rocks.